he just lives in a swamp. Yeah. All right, well, let's do an episode. We'll come back. We'll see if we're going to talk more about Shrek's penis. Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. This is a podcast about movies and friendship, and this is season five. As you know, Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse. That's the name of the season. We are just four imprisoned fairy tale characters playing a very long movie watching game this cage is too small uh, i'm your host alex falcone recording today in portland oregon in lovely southeast portland um which is why if you're watching us on the youtube stream you can tell the backdrop's a little different and there is a there is a man looking over my shoulder right there see what i'm up to well, he's actually looking away from me disgusted probably yeah. i think he's yeah. not really interested in your shoulder as much as he has like interested like in like the dryer and the cleaner? I'm, Alex, I'm glad you brought this up. I've been meaning to talk to you. You know, there's another another guy constantly looking over your shoulders. His name's our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have you heard the good news? JC. You've been waiting to tell me about him until there was a relatable segue. Yeah. Oh, well, it was. Art I, I've been waiting for you to either have a picture of another guy over your shoulder or to be walking on a beach and notice footprints go missing. And the second one hasn't come up yet. When we were on the beach, Jesus had noticed for a while there were three steps, and he's like, oh, that's when we were doing the sack races. There was a big step in the middle, two separate steps. It was a long walk on the beach. We did a lot of stuff. All right, let me uh, introduce the rest of the panel first up. He's also in Southeast Portland, but in a different house. He's Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter, and he's nobody's messenger boy, all right? He's a delivery boy. It's Anthony Lopez. Bonky. That's all I got. Uh, I, I didn't have time to look up a quote. Uh, That's a good one. No, you saw it. I think, yeah. I think he says that. Yeah. Also he definitely says us, donkey. He's the co-host donkey. of the Old Gamers Almanac, uh, the podcast. He is from the woods of Brooklyn, and uh, this will be fun hanging out with him. We'll stay up late. We'll swap manly stories, and in the morning, he's making me waffles. It's Hunter Donaldson. Hello, I'm Hunter, um, and I'm here to discuss the film Shrek. And I hope to do so in a serious manner, uh, without any light conversation, <laughs> jokes, or anecdotes. We don't want like to do anything to step on. On, it, on its merits. This is an Academy Award winning picture mm -hmm. in here today. Which, wait, which award did this get? Animated feature, my bud. Did no yeah. Disney films come out in 2001? What happened? Is this? Uh, well, it did, but they, but they were all stomped, and no one even remembers them. What, oh, yeah. what well, else you, got, you gotta remember, this was still the dark ages for Disney animation. There might have been oh, a Pixar. A quiet period. But also, you gotta remember, Shrek was the first animated film in like 70 years to compete in the Palm d'Or at Cannes. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. This, this was like, you know, a legit movie when it came out. And I think the well, main it still is. It's an all-time okay. classic of it, cinema. It beat out, so it beat out Monsters, Inc. One of the brightest stars. This beat out Monsters Inc. There was an and, other green and Jimmy and Neutron green. boy yeah. genius. It was between yeah. three. They only, they only thought three of them were good enough. Did the boy Neutron killing him instantly? Um, yeah, that, with its magnitude yeah. of uh, cinematic the, flair. The thing oh. is, yeah, nowhere, nowhere in um, Monsters Inc. does the uh, the villain make a mirror watch him masturbate. So <laughs> that's really what pushed him over the edge. I. Hunter, uh, I'm getting this impression you maybe didn't like Shrek, and I am looking forward to it because I feel like you've been too positive for too long on this show. I, I, who, who could stand before the story and structure yeah. on display in 
Shrek yeah. and resist, you know, the temptation to love it fully. I mean, even if you don't love this movie, even if you don't love, like, even like this movie, you have to admire the level of spite that exists within. Oh yeah, like never. It is an obelisk of spite. Yeah, I have never. Could you imagine, like, walking in and be like, "What do I want the villain to look like? I want him to look like my old boss. Yeah, Yeah. make him look exactly like my old boss." And have my boss be a little person who masturbates in front of a mirror and everyone yep. hates. That's what and I want a villain hates. to be. Yeah. My old boss. I love it's that. So and I I mean crazy. I mean that does actually it's funny because I know the internet loves this movie and I don't know what yeah. it's for yet, but it's not because it's an obelisk of spite, and that is by far its best quality. I don't know why I that's I not could, getting no, more. No, I actually think no, that I, may that may be a factor. Be of think of what okay. the internet respects. If Look, not spite, you know. Pettiness, yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. All right. So All also, I, Jordan, I haven't even gotten the rest of the panel. Um, you're not seeing him on YouTube because he's also babysitting, but he's. Uh, you'll hear him all the same. He's in Northern California, and uh, one time he ate some rotten berries, and there were some strong gases leaking out of his butt that day. It's Ezra well, Fox. Hold on, they were eking out. I feel like it's important to preference. Like, which means there's a yes, little the bit. I was, wrote the line I in the film was written down, and then I was like, "That's I why I wrote it." Was wrong. For all this masterpiece, and uh, <laughs> I did uh, write down eking, and then I was like, "I don't understand why I wrote that. It must have been leaking." But no, yeah, I don't know. It, it was, it was, it was just. A, I think there's a little, there's a little less of it if it's just eking. If it's yeah. leaking, it's kind of more of a continue. Anyway, Could the be, important thing is parfaits are great, and this is the thing that the movie definitely gets right. Yeah. Ooh, I <sighs> look good. You are the person who doesn't like parfaits. Parfait. Well, look. Okay, so parfait is perfect. Par- Literally. Okay, that I like that. Um, parfait in its best form, perhaps very delicious. But when do you encounter parfaits? What kind of parfaits do you usually encounter? You get airport parfaits, and those are so sad. And it is frequently the only food available to eat in an airport, and it's fourteen dollars. And it's like these berries are still frozen. This yogurt is Dannon. Like it's just a sad, sad time. Yep, you're so, right. You know, most people travel in airports as often as you do, Alex. So they definitely <laughs> it's a very relatable I think thing pro- you just mentioned. You know, most but people, when was the last time you saw, you encountered a parfait in your life? Um I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure exactly. I know what a parfait exactly. is. No, you, of course not, because you're not in an yeah. airport. It's the only place they are. Um, I, I, I make parfaits I on I'm the not- reg. Oh, I'm sure. not the one who called him perfect. Ezra did. Why are you coming at yeah. me? I didn't right. say that. And Ezra's out here being <laughs> like, everyone loves parfaits because I well, make them. I feel like yeah, that was well, a biased yeah. bit of uh, input well, there. I, I will say, Alex, I'm pretty sure that most experienced travelers uh, that uh, on your flight will have their own suitcase full of parfaits they, that they packed from home. All right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. If you're a rookie and well, buying your own $14 parfaits, that's not for my fault. sure. The important part about Alex... keeping a parfait in your suitcase is that each of the yogurts have to be in three-ounce bags in a layer between <laughs> cookies in a three-ounce bag. See, the <laughs> problem, Alex, you, 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 I mean, with, you know, I think a lot of things in life that would make it put in the context of people's Alex doesn't do things the way normal people do. Right? That's he's usually not, true. He's not already four stiff drinks and been at the airport for 20 <laughs> minutes like the like a normal <laughs> sane person would be. No. To really I, enjoy the perfect. I drink you know? coffee at the airport, and everybody agrees uh, what you what you don't need on a plane is uppers. 
No one no. needs to be like wide awake to experience the whole flight. That is really dumb. Um, all right, we'll come back to this discussion of parfaits in a minute. But first, let me thank all of our fabulous meat buddies, especially our meat buddy Gabe, who joined um, some time ago and just emailed us today, um, filling out the form for the thank you segment, which we will do in a future episode. I don't have time; didn't have time to prep it today. We'll do it next week. But um, my favorite part of that email was I forgot I was supporting you. And yeah. that's how I feel like everyone is on uh, uh, on on our Metreon. And I just appreciate all of you continuing to forget. If you don't remember if you're supporting us or not, don't look it up. Don't worry about it. Just it's none of your business. Let it ride. Yeah, just let it ride. We, we appreciate everybody who's letting it ride. Metreon.com. And we really appreciate those who keep the show limping down the tracks. All right. Um, a little bit of news today for segment one. Um, actually, do you guys want news news or do you want personal news? I want Ooh. give me the news news, but in a very personal way. Yeah, that's what that's I want to hear. I want it about hear. you. Yeah, yeah. Make yeah. a make the I, news story about you personally. <laughs> I want to hear how the news news affects you, and I want to hear how your personal news affects us. You know what yes, I mean? I want. There we go. Yeah, I want the northeast locally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I okay. So the news news that I thought we might talk about this week was the NASA's Artemis one launch was scrubbed on Monday. It was going to try again on Saturday. Are you guys excited for the SLS? Are you excited we're going back to the moon? So Neat. you know how I knew about this? How? Because I get like all I think you know good foodies, Krispy uh, Kreme email notifications, <laughs> and they had a Artemis themed donut <laughs> that did launch. So whoa, I, they launched their donut. <laughs> successfully mm. yeah that is incredible that's easier than going to the moon huh <laughs> i was telling i was telling sarah about it. i was like hey how's the how does the armist launch going she's like how do you know about this like well i got a donut email <laughs> <laughs> this is one thing that your wife and i have in common um more than you and your wife um is that we care about space but it's uh adorable that you get it from your donut news i i wonder if maybe you because you're a parent you know you're very busy you might not be getting a lot of national news all the time if you paid more attention to Krispy Kreme news, would you learn more? Or are they launching like a uh, 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 you can't drink the water in Mississippi donut? Is there is that how you're I mean, keeping? I know when fall is coming because like the the pumpkin flavors come out. I mean, there's a lot of. Mm. If I only got this bit of information, I could know more about the world than you expect. This feels like impressive. a Krispy Kreme gold mine we've sort of found here of yeah. just Krispy Kreme like theming their new donuts off every single news story, and Ripped that's from like the headlines. Krispy Kreme yeah. Yeah. riff from the headlines. You know this this. The loan forgiveness donut, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you can get half of it, or if you've a if you got a Pell Grant, you get the whole. If donut. you got a Pell Grant, you get uh, two donuts. Yeah, I. This is you know I, I've I've heard you know it's like the downfall of society. People kids get all their news through you know Instagram or whatever. <laughs> I've not heard the people who only get their news through Krispy Kreme emails. <laughs> you are a new person, Ezra. You're a new a new genre of person. Just draw all I ever wanted. Well, I mean, you the news is best when it's like nice and fresh like if the news gets a little stale, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Ten minutes old good, news. you know uh, you, right. yeah, uh, um, you don't want that hot and you ready know. hot and ready <laughs> i think some some news is uh, crispy cream news ages worse than other news in my experience mm. yeah, yeah but you put it in the microwave you know that hack yeah. no, no yeah. you, but both of you knew it right away that's amazing yeah, five, yeah, yeah. seconds um, not so 20 seconds we are going not to too long uh, no Wait, oh, interesting. Okay, so I so Ezra just shared this email. I will add this email to our show notes today. The Krispy Kreme email. In case you too want to get caught up on the news um, that's available to you. Um, All the news is fit to eat. 
I'm having this. I'm having this donut. I'm I'm about to go across the country. There's gonna it be was a only, cream and it I'm was only on the donut. 29th. I'm sorry, look, buddy. Here's no! the thing, Ezra. It was only available on the 29th, but the launch did not happen. It got postponed until the Saturday. Are they going to let shot. the donut launch again? Oh, I hope so. Because what you didn't get, maybe you didn't get the next day's email that was like, hey, bad news. Our donut uh was leaking a little bit of hydrogen. And so we had to <laughs> it turns out bad news if you're leaking you know you don't want a yeah. leaky spaceship and so they had to postpone yeah no i didn't know this Actually, this uh, no no um so yeah we'll, we'll find out i also found out i guess that that starbucks launched their pumpkin spice latte because of krispy kreme launching their pumpkin spice so uh, oh, i would think it's, it's a war they're escalating mm. well, pumpkin war. it's an indicator it's like the you know like all the dominoes are falling yeah, it's Look like the wins we, we lose type situation, you know. It's a real war. War never how changes. Do <laughs> how do you guys feel about pumpkin spice? Are we okay with it? I generally yeah, I am like, I feel like you know, let people have it. They seem to like it. It's not hurting. Sure, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I'm not gonna like. Who's gonna? I don't understand people that can turn anything into like being sarcastically annoyed by it. But it is kind of funny because mm. I just looked up when it comes back. It's already back. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah, no, it was the 30th. You get one right now. Well, of course, Ezra knew that. Yeah, you're, yeah. apparently mm. you're not getting these great news emails. That's wild. I will say That's this really uh, wild space, this moon-themed donut really just looked, because donuts already pretty round. Yeah. It looks like they just put frosting on it and are like, it's the moon, you get it. I mean, there's yeah. some, it's a it's a it's a rocky type surface of of frost. I don't know. I'm fine. Yeah, well, yeah. What do you expect? Also, it's a donut. They, it's they a donut. The, they did use the uh, NASA font on the email. I mean, this is pretty great. I have not <laughs> eaten a lot of Krispy Kreme donuts in my life. I'm not not a huge fan, but I am going to subscribe to this email. Great, great. Um, all right. Well, that's a good. Anthony, did I do it? Did I make the news? Mm. The national news about us? I think we did it. Yeah, kind of. Let's, we got it. There, let's just keep you know? going. That's good enough for me. That was segment one. Of the news. Yeah, we did it. segment two the game as you know for all of season five we are playing kevin bacon's exquisite corpse a game that we made up about movies that takes an entire year to play we are just rounding the end of round five i think this was round seven. Oh, round seven this is the oh, end of man, round seven wow i'm not good at math also the year's just flying by um so the way this game works is that we've each pre-selected movies and we are tra- taking turns guiding the movie that we watch each week going one actor to another, just like the game about Kevin Bacon and, that you guys all know. And, and this week, Alex chose violence. To be clear, to be clear, Anthony, I could have gone towards my point scoring movie and I chose not to because you made points not real. Mm. There were only two options and this was Shrek or towards my movie. And so obviously... <laughs> I'm I'm glad I picked this. I have not watched Shrek. A little bit, yeah. Okay, let me get let me do the let's rewind one second. So that's the game. I just explained it perfectly. I've had eight months to figure out how to explain this game to people, and the fact that I have not gotten better at it proves why this season has not taken off in a way that I had expected. So <laughs> this week, this week yeah, exactly this week, uh, the donut that we watched was Shrek, the 2001 American computer animated comedy film. Oscar-winning comedy film loosely based on the 1990 picture book of the same name by William Stieg, but modified to be uh, an obelisk of spite. It's directed by Andrew Adamson and Vicky Jensen in their directorial debuts. This is from uh, this is from uh, uh, DreamWorks, DreamWorks SKG. If I was yes. this their first thing, this was like right after they launched. 
No, DreamWorks had been around for a few years, had, oh, okay. several years. Well, yeah, Prince of Egypt, like, I think was before 90s. that. But yeah, I know they had done like Ants, Prince of Egypt, Rodel, Dorado. They've done a few different animations. That it took this long for him to make the movie about the person he hated the most in the world. This is the movie that certainly laid the template and track for what would later be known like as the DreamWorks house style, right? Like this is the movie that like Petty in terms of well, no, when you think like when you think of like this sort of era of DreamWorks movies, right? It's like a lot of adult jokes mixed in with kid jokes a lot of needle drops a lot of topical yeah. references, just, just references to things references happening everything. to the day yeah. um all that stuff that would later become sort of like like i said the dreamworks house style for quite a while what is a dreamworks here anthony what's your favorite dreamworks anime what do you think is the best how, dreamworks how to train your dragon number one with a bullet i mean how to train your dragon is legit incredible um and what does that have the same needle drops? No. And, uh, no, no. no. How the Training Dragon is like uh, was kind of like them coming out of that style. I'm talking like uh, like 2001 to like 2012, 2013. Like the Shark Tales, the right. a bunch of other movies I can't think of. Robots, you know, all these <laughs> they, movies that no one, the one remembers. With the, did they do Ice Age? Is that them? Uh, no, DreamWorks, uh, Ice Age is Fox, is, uh, Fox. it's, okay. um, uh, Blue something, what's the name of that company? I can't remember it. I don't know. Um, um all right, right. Well, I think, right? So Blue the Sky. other, I'm just going to plow ahead with these names. <laughs> yeah. The movie's starring, as you guys know, the, the uh, all-star cast of Shrek, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, and John Lithgow as the short king. Uh, we traveled here via Eddie Murphy. This was my pick this week, so I made the Kevin Bacon move. Via Eddie Murphy from Bowfinger, and uh, I picked this because there was a day on the internet. I don't know what day it was. I was off that day, apparently. Everybody on the internet agreed Shrek is the best, most important movie that's ever happened. And now we live in a world where, like, somebody wrote the entire script of Shrek on a grain of grain of rice or whatever. Like, people just like super horny for Shrek. And I remember seeing it at the time and being like, well, "That was kind of funny." And then I haven't thought about it since then, except that the internet is mm. constantly talking about the greatest movie of all time, Shrek. And I just wanted to see yeah. why is everyone so horny for Shrek? And I, I, I was watching this week. Um, I saw that a very popular thing with the kids today is Shrek themed raves. You know, <laughs> uh, everyone dresses up Here's as Shrek. You can't tell from your tone or your content no. if you're lying to me. I have no this idea is, if that's real. real. No, Shrek come on. Theme. You have to believe stuff. If somebody says yeah. it's a Shrek thing, you do kind of have to believe yeah, it. No, yeah, yeah, I, I saw several videos of multiple different Shrek theme raves. Just kids dropping Shrek. Molly, screaming about the donkey and onions. And so fucking here's my question. Is that ironic or do they really love this movie? Well, I mean... <sighs> I, I, or, okay, I think so it's, it's one of those. It's one of those where the answer is deep sigh. There is no. This is not a clear thing. Alex, at this point, I don't think anyone knows whether they're being ironic about Shrek anymore or if they do yeah. like the movie. I don't well, even think. Self- I don't even think if the question was, can you find out if I am being ironic about Shrek at all? Yeah. I don't even think that would be possible for me to yeah, find out about myself. I could be in a room alone right now. And I would not be able to determine <laughs> whether I honestly like Shrek or if I'm being if I'm taking the piss a little bit. CBH it feels a little bit like uh, that food fight movie, which we watched a long time ago, that like really like the bad Toy Story ripoff. I, I, don't, I don't know how many of you were actually here for this. Mm. Um, 
but there is like okay what's it made another example there's like a thing where it's like maybe the it almost feels like the room to me i just can't tell if we are the hmm. rooming shrek or if no, we I really mean, the rooming shrek, shrek is actually like a good semi-important movie in terms of like the legacy it has right in terms like a lot of the stuff that's like the DreamWorks house style and things that kind yeah. of became very prevalent in animation, sort of post track, you know, I think a lot of that is bad. But you have to remember, like, <laughs> there wasn't movies like Shrek kind of before Shrek. You know what I mean? Like, it is a yardstick yeah. in that sense. This, like, very self reverential, really leaning into, like, there's always been animated movies that, like, adults will get something out of this, too. And this, you know, the Pixar style, which is, like, just make great fucking films that yeah, sort of yeah, work yeah. on any level. Storytelling and character, yeah. Yeah. This is more, you know, like, I mean, if anything, like, I do think... We're going to fart yeah. in our movies. This is our house well, style. There, Disney there doesn't, is, have, doesn't have the, the heart to fart. That's was, our that's our model. Disney, right? Like, it's like, yeah. yeah. But there yeah. is, like, I think this idea Bodily of, Bodily like, functions hey, are our motto. If you're a parent who ha is going to get dragged to 12 shitty kids movies this year, at least Shrek has some entertaining stuff in it for you, right? So there is like it's something got a boner nice in it. It's but I was thinking... a parent who just I came was... back on camera. But before we do that, I need to summarize this movie because there are people oh, sure. who did not read the entire <laughs> grain of rice. Who they don't know the plot. I'm to sorry. Shrek. Who is who is this for? Who is this summary? I'm going to summarize in five points. The, do you have I'm any gonna, idea well, who this is? Who that it's is for, for people like me who did not remember most of this movie until I had to watch it. So how um, do you not? Uh, I have not seen this movie in twenty years, and I literally remembered every single moment. Yeah, of it this was in movie. there. I I uh, thought um, so too. There, the first act and the last act were in there really hard, but there was a middle part that I had forgotten about. So okay, so let me give you the five point micro summary of the most important film of all time, Shrek. Number one. Shrek is an ogre who does a lot of ogre -y things that are kind of gross, like picking his nose and picking his ears. It's basically Every orifice if a character, if you could take a, an eight-year-old boy making a fart sound in his armpit, and that was your character. Like, that was the pitch. They were like, comps for Shrek, this sound. And then that was the whole character Bible for this character. That's Shrek. He's an ogre, and he is a, a an armpit a fart sound. Um, well, for... you have to also remember he's also doing the one voice Mike Myers loves to do. <laughs> he's doing Mike Myers' uh, impression of Mike Myers Mike doing Myers an impression. He can do a, a few good voices, but he has one that yeah. he fucking loves doing, and that's the impression of his so Scottish it's, so it's mother. A Scottish ogre. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No one else in the movie is Scottish. I don't know why he's Scottish. It's not a Scottish play. This is uh, just an ogre. And uh, he lives in the swamp. But then for no apparent reason, uh, the almost king of the land decides to round up all fairy tale characters, which all live here. And they are put in cages and thrown into Shrek's front yard, which makes Shrek very angry because he's alone. Um, the almost king uh, then decides he needs a princess so he can become a real king and not just a literal short king. So he agrees to let Shrek have his land back, but only on the one condition that he rec that he rescues Princess Fiona from a tower. With it, Princess Fiona, a classic princess in a tower story, uh, surrounded by dragon, and so Shrek goes on a little road trip with his annoying fart donkey. Along the way, they uh, kind of become friends, you know, because it's a road trip movie, and the, so even though it's like, I mean, look, it's, it's, what, what if what if John Candy was a farting donkey? I think that's, that's yeah. The, that's yeah. The what if yeah. the things we liked about John Candy were not there, but the mm -hmm. farting donkey remained? Uh, that well, would I be... mean, I, I, I will let you talk a lot of shit about this movie, and I'm going to be there with you. 
But mm-hmm. yeah, I will not allow you to talk shit about Eddie Murphy's vocal performance in this movie. It's legit. Legitimately, it. I, I even one of my notes. I was like, "All right, Eddie, you got me. You got me again, I think, Eddie." I, I think for all of Shrek's flaws or whatever good about it, one of the things that is undeniable, I, I do genuinely believe Eddie Murphy gives one of the best vocal performances in an animated movie of all time. Like he is okay. so good in this fucking movie as Donkey. Um, it, it's he's really, just, he's it, really, it, really it, dialed in. He's great. Yeah. Is it distinguishable, actually, though, from his performance as like Mushu in Mulan? No, same like, character. When he was there, sure. less farting. Okay. I don't know. Is Mushu? I don't. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Hmm. I, I gotta be honest. I'm not really sure I can say anything serious about Shrek. It's something yeah. that I'm finding out live on yeah. this podcast. Is I I'm don't not really want sure. you to. We're gonna break it down yeah. like a normal movie. I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know we that I'm gonna be no, able you, to. No, that do was the bit that. you chose was to pretend yeah. it's a real yeah. movie. But we're not. Yeah. We don't need to do that. I, I, mm. just, I do think I just, Eddie Murphy was decently funny for being in this insane mm. picture. Um, okay, so him, him and the fart donkey become friends, and then along the way, they pick up Princess Fiona, and then Dragon's not very scary, and then Dragon wants to have sex with the donkey, and the donkey is first against it, but then changes his mind. And then um, they uh, actually, Shrek and this princess get along surprisingly well, because it turns out she also expressed, expels gas from all orifices, and that's the main yeah. thing people in this movie have in need. common. Yeah, um, yeah. And it turns out with her, it's because she's secretly an ogre of the exact same species as Shrek, but only at night. Like the same species. To the same, they might be brother and sister at night. It's hard to tell. They have the same ears. Oh, are you implying Princess that the there's day? like ogre? Wait, at whoa, night. whoa! We don't even know how the ogres work in the in mm. the uni- in the Shrek universe. I've not watched the further ones, so mm. I don't know. But if, if I were them before they get married, I'd take a blood test just to be sure. I've mm. seen all the Shrek movies, and I feel like they never really quite get into the genealogy of the ogres, mm. which is like I think a. Great place that they could possibly well, go in a shrewd parents do show up in the sequel and they're well, regular kind of, people. What, people what about kind of a, yeah. a silmarillion if you will yeah and then uh, in 20 years and Amazon will do a reboot of just the early uh, shreks but without shrek well no that's the thing is world the, building you know yeah, it's the agree. shrek uh, they only have the rights to Shrek and the appendices of Shrek, so they can only draw from that. <laughs> they can't get into the Shrek Marillion because they don't have the rights to that. Right. But there's no, a lot of Jeffrey's notes. They have a lot of Jeffrey's know? notes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and they can pull but, from that. Um, all right. So yeah. anyway, then due to an off-the-shelf mishearing um, and failure to communicate, they don't fall in love right away. But then later they do, and they kiss, and then she stays an ogre forever um and uh not a human at all and then everybody lives farty ever after that's the movie that's shrek yeah. 2001's shrek um uh i there were parts in the middle that i did not remember obviously i remember yeah. him being like i'm an onion which in hindsight is not a very interesting joke but um was it a joke i actually it's even hard to describe even know it as a joke, it a joke but as like a thing people yeah. remember like they're like onions like oh, oh okay. are like onions yeah Great. I, mean, that's this... I, think. I, I think there's an aspect of this movie that has become a part of every living human person. Yeah. So that well, it, I don't know so we can really it evaluate it, it any more like than we can evaluate ourselves. It doesn't feel like it deserves It's not like... It's I'm not, not, okay, I'm so not like, saying you know, it deserves it. In fact, right. maybe it would be better if there was a different movie that had yeah. merged... I feel like souls. the way people like the way Shrek exists is also sort of the way SpongeBob exists, but SpongeBob is great. Yeah. And that's well, no, what's weird I, about I, it. I would say the best, okay, the best metaphor or thing that kind of compares Shrek to is in the movie itself. And that is also by Smash Mouth, right? <laughs> also, Smash Mouth is a, like a, 
a meme in like not just like the internet version, but in like the scientifical like the way ideas propagate thing like uh-huh. it is a meme version of stockholm syndrome it is yeah. just something that's been around for so long and yeah. we've been so conditioned to it that people just kind of like unironically like it now and can't it's kind of like undeniable but there's a few points about I kind like of getting to shrek that this is a good theory i want to pause on that theory for one second before you move back to the next part which is that i do sort of feel that way about smash, smash mouth which is like yeah I'm listening to it. And I'm like, I don't know if I like this or not, but it's been around for yeah. a long time in my head. Right, right. And and yeah. do you really like? Let's say you know, it's like it's one of those things where it's like when Smash Mouth isn't in the room with us. You know what I mean? We'll say whatever we want about it. Yeah, that it yeah. sucks. That it's stupid. That it's bad. But then when it's there with you, you know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of. Yeah. How, are you really gonna? Are you gonna talk shit when it's there? But like, if you were like, what, you know what, you know what band that? I love is uh, is Smash Mouth. I'd be like. What? Like that does like it, it doesn't even like that's not even a band you could like. It yeah. doesn't it doesn't it's not in the same universe, but it's like when it's happening, I'm like, oh yeah. But yeah, yeah, we at the same time. No, you're right. You're right. You know? If I met someone and they said, My I, I love Smash Mouth and that's all I like, I would be like, Whoa, I'm a little freaked out. But can you blink, we, blink same if you need help. the same person All Star is playing. Yeah. And they're just like, This song totally owns. I would be like, yeah, it does. The yeah, song it does. Yeah, so so not, like in a, yeah, yeah but not in the way that other music does. That's okay, what that's yeah. the interesting <laughs> thing about this then, right? So like we all, I think, I'm pretty sure when most people saw this, right, they probably enjoyed it on some level, right? And I know mm-hmm. for myself, like a lot of the MP3s I had off of Napster were absolutely from the soundtrack, among other sure. things. But this is sure. like, yeah. I remember like, this is how I knew about Hallelujah. This is definitely, you know, um, I think uh, monkeys I got from this as well. Um, but yeah, so Tom and, and, uh, is in the sequel. It's how I, I remember one of the really? first times I ever heard Tom Waits was in Shrek 2. I don't know. It's I think it's Never. a song he wrote for the movie. I don't know. Oh, I uh I mean this is definitely not the good version of Hallelujah, but yeah, one yeah. of the best songs ever written, and also one of the songs that's most badly covered of any song ever written. Yeah. It's interesting because the one that was it's in the movie is not actually the one that was on the soundtrack. So I knew the soundtrack yeah. one, which oh. is Wainwright. I actually like yeah. the John Kell version better than the Rufus Wainwright version, although obviously it's not the best version yeah. of yeah. the song. The, which of course uh, is the uh, version. Look, I, I should also I should add, just in, in for disclosure, in case like my mom shows up in the comments on YouTube, Smash Mouth was one of the first CDs I owned. I bought a Smash yeah. Mouth CD. E? But it was before you this. Will... It was it was walking on the sun. Ooh, that was you walking on the sun, right? You yeah, it is. Well, be I remember that music video. Uh, in yeah. that music video, they get in a car crash and then they're <laughs> landed like all sprawled on the street. But the drummer is still drumming that beat with one yeah. his one hand while, while laying dead. Mm. And I liked that as a child when I saw that's it on really MTV at so, a friend's house. So maybe, maybe the fun thing then about Shrek is like, okay, so this is like cultural impact. You know, at the moment we like it, and then we later we're like, oh wait, maybe I'm not supposed to like this. Maybe this is actually mm. played out and stupid. And then, you know, I don't care really how we get back some things, but if you can like anything again that you liked at one point, maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe even well, if, if it's I, all like mixed up with irony or whatever I, it is, like I'm yeah. still okay with that. I would. Well, so I gotta, I don't, can I? If, can if, I if Shrek two... came out today, I would say Shrek is the worst movie I've ever seen. But mm. if I saw Shrek when I was 10 yeah. and then I watched it again now, I would be like, I have no idea how I feel, but I understand why other people want to talk about it. I don't think you'd be it. able to say that it was yeah. the worst movie you've ever no, it's seen. Not. But there's yeah. a lot. I, re, I mean, look, I, as a, if I was a 10 year old boy, Farting donkeys, funniest thing mm. I could imagine. As an adult, yeah. 
the fourth time they did a joke that was like, we swore we're going to swear, but then we took the word out. I'm like, I don't think this is a good, this is a well-written product. Uh, Can I give two sort of theories about why I think Shrek has sort of had the legacy it has? I think one, this is probably the first piece of like meta postmodern art most people are introduced to, right? In terms of children, in terms of like, Especially in a very postmodern society that we live in now, in a very meta society where everything is self-referential, right? Yeah. This is probably the first thing that laid the groundwork for that, right? I do think that there is like something important there that this is a lot of people sort of foundation for postmodernism just as a concept and how it influences art and stuff. And secondly, I think that something I was thinking about watching this last night, I think as the world has become more and more owned by Disney, right? Yeah. As Disney's media and properties become more and more everything and like become in a weed with society and they just keep remaking stuff and repackaging stuff. The sense that Shrek is essentially a giant middle finger to Disney. Yeah, and it's, it's a hit piece it's on a Disney. shot across yeah. the bow, right? Yeah. Of Disney, not just saying like, we're here, we can also make big animated movies. But I mean, the fact that like, Within the the DNA of this movie is someone who is very very unhappy at Disney, right? John Jeffrey Katzenberg's three most like like biggest pieces of his legacy are going to be he's the man who tried to cut part of our world from Little Mermaid because he thought uh-huh. the song sucked, uh-huh. uh, Shrek, and he gave us Quibbies, right? And Quibby, yeah, uh, yeah. Those are like the three things he's kind of so- going to be remembered for. But this is the one that is like. All of his time in Disney, all of his resentment of, you know, him thinking he's the smartest man in the room and the most important man and no one listening to his ideas and everyone telling him he's an idiot. And no, this is a good music. It's staying in the movie. Yeah. Uh, And this is his chance to just be like, look, I'm a genius. There's wrestling references in this, you know. Right. Uh they so did I the do think that's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, as in terms of just like, especially as the everything because more and more Disney fight, literally. Yeah. I think this because it's a big middle finger to Disney. I is... think that's a, this is a great point, and I think it also yeah. kind of adds to this theme that we've watched, we've had in the last few months because we all, like we just watched Bowfinger, which is like also about struggling through Hollywood, and then we also watch Iron Giant, which is about somebody leaving Disney and trying to do genius work without them. Um, although he got sucked back in, he got taken back by it. But um it's I, I it's an interesting piece to add to that uh constellation of what was what's going on in Hollywood around Disney. Let's get though to the thing we've been sitting on the longest. The thing we all I think desperately want to know, which is that Ezra, you have a a, a child, a boy child, about the right age where I I feel like if I showed your son that I could make a farting noise with my armpit, it would amuse him. Um maybe even impress him did you watch this movie with your kids? And if so, how did they feel about it? Okay. So this is, is good. So I couldn't watch it with my, my son because mm. um, just the timing of it did not work out. Um, he, I believe has seen it. I don't think it made much of an impression. Like he, like he, I think he has seen it. Oh, he didn't cause... get the matrix reference. <laughs> that was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Legally by, remember when they passed that law 
from yeah, like 90 to 2004 yeah. when yeah. everything had to have a matrix boy cam reference in it it's kind of annoying uh, but also it's like it really does reinforce just like what an incredible thing that bullet time camera effect was that it, oh it, yeah it got that law passed you know it was that good <laughs> yeah. of an effect that it required that kind of a law yeah can't do well, bullet control also, but yeah i would love to hear a kid's because i was watching this last night i remember like i haven't seen this movie like i said probably close to, like 15 20 years um, but like in my head, I remember seeing Shrek and thinking like, well, we've reached the mountaintop in terms of visual effects. Movies can't look <laughs> better than this. Right? Boy, like, did the animation not age it, well. Oof. I mean, they, the characters literally look green screened in to certain scenes, which I know I, is not a thing. Look like they drew a corpse the whole time. She was very corpsey yeah. in her animation style. It was awful looking. It looked yeah. like. It looked like the way when you're like, there's like the on the those those news re, uh, Korean animation reproductions of a news story. It looked like that. Mm. It looked like somebody made this movie in an hour, and I'm sure yeah. it was hard. But it doesn't look hard. You don't see the work in it. Yeah, I mean, well, we luckily, I mean, the fact that it's a then. comedy, the fact that it's a comedy means that I think I, I kind of like the way that it looks. To be honest, I actually think the way that it looks sort of enhances that aspect of it that kind of can't put your finger on it cultural magnitude of shrek yeah. has to do with it looking kind of just really sort of bad, bad in like yeah, kind yeah. of many many ways and it's I mean, so it's... funny that the way things get better like so shrek like has kind of like a baseline competent i was like computers were yeah. able to do some pretty interesting things in 2001 but, like, the biggest difference between now and then, besides, like, lighting or, like, texture work, it's, like, room density, right? Like, every room is the absolute bare minimum of items that they have to put in the room to make it look like a room and shrink, uh, right? It's usually, right. like, a table and a mirror, and that's it. Because everything else would be impossible and would have melted the computers yeah. if they tried to yeah, yeah. more. You look at like an animated movie now, and all the rooms are like super detailed and have a million posters and trinkets and desks, yeah, and yeah, junk yeah. on the desk. And, and the this lighting is, is really like, com- you know, yeah, has completely a lot of- sterile. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's also yeah. the, like, because like if you go back and watch the original Toy Story, there are portions of it that look good. And then you see the children, and you're like, e. wow. Yeah. Oof. No, um, yeah. Yeah. So this movie, by trying to do humanoid yeah, uh, pe- right. like like donkey yeah. looks fine i don't care about Don- but like yeah, princess looks fiona fine. looks yeah. weird because they yeah. couldn't draw people yet honestly tough. shrek it's... looks weird to me shrek, yeah, in no, shrek every does frame. look bad too and he's not really he's not exactly, weird he's humanoid enough that he looks like he looks terrible yeah, the skin is tough. his face looks um, weird all the but, time but, uh, um, have you ever seen the original design for shrek back when like yeah, but okay, no. But if we I, I'm, get, we're gonna get a, yeah. Anthony, I'm gonna get a, a sound effect one day for this. I don't have it yet, but it's gonna be. I I just I can hear for your tone. So guys, welcome to Tony's Story Corner. All right, what, tell me about the original design of Shrek. Oh, no, I, don't know. I mean, just you should. There's they just released or somehow it leaked like an early test thing for Shrek. So like this movie had a long production history, as I'm sure some of you guys might know. Oh no! no originally, um, I looked at it. I, I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, originally, but that sound is great. As you know, originally this movie wasn't going to be animated. It was going to be like sort of stop animation esque, but like with real backgrounds, and they were going to motion capture characters in. Oh, originally Chris Farley was cast as Shrek, um, and he he recorded the entire, almost the entire movie, but then passed away. 
So they scrapped his entire version. Mike Myers was brought on. He recorded it, not in the Scottish voice. Uh, and then they ended up deciding to go. But he like called Jeffy Kassenberg one night. It was like, like I, I got an idea. Scottish. I just record all of it. Mike Myers acting um, like making him Scottish as an idea is hilarious. Yeah. Guys, um, I've got a point I can do. But yeah, I mean, if you do look up the original artwork for Shrek, he was so much more less visually appealing than he is well, now, especially Fairly Shrek. So he does look awful. But on the other hand, stop motion in general has aged a lot better mm. because it was as good as it's going to be for the most part. There's better green screen well, on stop motion. Like our like modern like be... stop motion was beautiful, but like you still have like a pretty similar if the models look good and you take the same number of frames it's going to be pretty similar it wasn't going to be stop animation the backgrounds were going to be like stop animation the characters were going to be oh, motion be capture uh, in the scene i forgot um, you said that that's gross yeah i hate but I yeah, like with hair that i don't like either guys yeah yes Ugh. but All yeah they definitely well. yeah. got him to a much more visually appealing version of and it's Shrek. still so um, awful but okay, can so I, can, the, yeah, okay, can I tell well, you guys I, what I did? still didn't get to Ezra's point, but we'll finish okay, up yeah. in oh. uh, Tony's story corner, and then we'll come back yeah. to Ezra's kids. No, no, let's let's do Ezra's kid first. Then I gotta tell you guys. I gotta tell you what I did last night, so you, okay. we can really talk about Shrek. I I can't wait. Yes. Okay. So so then uh, yesterday though, uh, you know my 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 youngest is uh, uh, home from school. She's sick, and I was like, hey, there's a movie that's kind of good that we could watch. Would you be interested? And she's like, what's it about? And so I say, like, okay, so there's a donkey uh, who can talk, and he's friends with an ogre, and it's like the ogre's first friend, and uh -huh. they have to go rescue a princess from a dragon, and the dragon seems mean, but then a dragon becomes nice later, and she's like, I'm not interested. I was like, why? <laughs> it's like, um, she says, because I don't like that the dragon uh, becomes nice later. She's like, she wanted the dragon to stay mean. Uh, yeah, she, she, she didn't like. Yeah, she wanted. She didn't like that. That it was like going to be a, a reversal. That that was that was what she picked. Well, out so did you? Reason. Okay, so now partially this. Like, I don't know if I entirely agree with your description of the dragon because the dragon becomes perfect, sexually aggressive. Only perfect summary that's yeah. ever happened on this show. I think. And I don't think. Agree. I think if I was giving the summary, yeah, I would mention the dragon became sexually very aggressive. Right. It's and true. then it's only through giving you up his this... body for safety <laughs> does the donkey bring in the dragon to their team. Mm -hmm. You'd be saying this to a four-and-a-half-year-old. Mm. And I don't think she'd get what I'm saying, but it's funny. <laughs> it would make the adults laugh. Oh, that's what's... Yeah, for them. This is for the, the, well, we call the Alex Falcone house style. <laughs> Lots of farts. Yeah. Anyway, so she didn't watch. So, you see, we got no kid opinions at all. All right, well, we dragged this out. He's still <laughs> watching content. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. All right, Anthony, what did you put yourself through to make yourself an expert for this. Did you watch the other Shrek movies? No, I did not watch. I have oh, okay. seen, I believe, many. I watched the trailers for all the Shrek Week sequels. Smart. That's um, a good enough. Uh, just to kind of get a refresher on them. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, to see how the visual quality grew. And I do love that by the fourth one, you know a series is fucking out of ideas and it's taking as far as you can when... Your fourth movie is Shrek goes into an alternate universe where the events of Shrek didn't happen and all the characters are different. That oh. is like that is where you have completely lost the thread on yeah. how far you can take an idea. That's but no, giving up let me for tell sure. you what I did last night. Last night I watched Shrek with my wife. Then we watched all the Shrek trailers for mm -hmm. two through four. 
Um, then I you put on how much... a sexy donkey costume that you got for Halloween. Ooh, here we go. <laughs> no, I, I should have done that instead. Uh, but what I did instead uh, was last night, kind of just doing my research on Trek, I discovered that on Netflix, there is a uh, pro shot of Shrek the Musical live on Broadway. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I watched. I watched Shrek, watched about 30 minutes of trailers, and then I watched a two and a half hour pro shot what? of Shrek the Musical live on Broadway. So bef- um, I am I'm fascinated to find out how you think of, feel about this, because even if a thing is not very good... Broadway shows go through a lot, and a lot of the time are better than you'd expect for the premise. So, what was was it good? Uh, no. Uh, oh, but here's what I will say: <laughs> I have never seen a show compensate more um, for the lack of quality with production value, yeah, than sure. Shrek the Musical live on Broadway. Uh, it is love it the most expensive looking musical I have ever seen. I've seen <laughs> a lot of good musical in my life. I've never seen like any of like the big Disney ones, which I imagine would be the closest equivalent, sort of like the Lion King or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but this has a massive ensemble. Uh, I originally assumed it was going to be a jukebox musical in which they just sing the songs that are in Shrek. Yeah. Uh, but that in is not what it style, is. So it's like, yeah. Hey now, you're an all star. Yeah. Come on, get your game on. Like that. And then no, they're, yeah. They don't do any of the songs from Shrek except for I'm a Believer at the end. That's like the big. Sure, you um, have to, yeah. Bow, yeah take it at the, the movie. Um, But yeah, it's it's 40 minutes longer than yeah. the actual movie Shrek. Hilarious. It is. Found a lot of gold in there. Yeah, one they, of they, really they, they, they stretched those moments out so you could really feel them. Yeah. That's one have criticism you guys... I have of Shrek is that it doesn't expand on every moment. That it, it is yeah. a little short, yeah. I think it definitely you... like skips over some things. Have you seen how Shrek looks live on stage? Like the costume no. for right. Shrek? There's Google number three oh, that I'm going to remember. It's a weird, it's a weird we situation, should... right? No, it's a, yeah, it's a giant mask with green paint. Um, donkey mm. is the guy in a donkey suit with ho- hooves. Uh, okay. The most impressive performer... Well, okay, so in the musical, Sutton Foster who is like a Broadway legend and like one of the best dancers and singers and like a very, very great female uh, comedic performer. Uh, she's incredible. She plays Fiona. She is the highlight of the show without a doubt. She has some phenomenal kinda, sequences in it. I do kind of like this. Um, I mean, this is the thing about Broadway is that like, I do kind of like the look of all this. Yeah. I like Shrek's look actually. I think it's cool. And I like donkey and this is a but, good looking musical. For the source material. Yeah, the most impressive thing, one, would either be the giant dragon puppet, which is pretty neat. Oh, they cool. They have a giant puppet for a dragon. And uh, Lord Fakwa is played by a grown man who's on his knees the entire no, time with fake legs so covering knees. his knees. Yeah, and he does that's funny, incredible dancing. Does like <laughs> running around. It's doing the most crazy shit I have ever seen somebody on their knees doing it's actually you, pretty impressive you have just so you um, know anthony you have 100 sold me on watching this uh, yeah, it's <laughs> i'm on definitely Netflix. gonna watch it's, this the music's not great some of the, the performances are like like i said they're just so overcompensating oh my god for the, the lack of quality insane. oh that's so uh, good um, 
that they have it. just all the stuff. There's a very, very this came out in 2008, which is way for way too late for a very, very distasteful trans joke in the second sure. song um, from the um, the uh, the wolf in the grandma's dress, as you can uh, imagine, they make a trans oh, joke. Okay. Still yeah, great. Yeah. Um, no, but it does it's, feel like it's, it's part of the house style. Yeah, Abstract, it's basically yeah. the yeah, it same. It doesn't seem like they're above it. I actually expected the movie to be more problematic than yeah. it was. I was like, I, this would be stuff. Well, this, no, that's the, the thing yeah. is, if you do, if you jokes are about farts, then you don't have to be. Yeah, then the I guess stuff is the, is the donkey timeless, so. uh, dragon no. stuff. Yeah, the donkey dragon yeah. stuff is problematic. That was, and, that yeah. was definitely yeah. the the worst example. Yeah. Although donkey actually had a couple of he had the um, he did say like talk about this being like non consensual touching. And yeah. Donkey had a thing about how he's going to need to go to therapy after all this, which both of those are very progressive and important mm. things to talk about. Yeah, it's especially great. for that I type guess, of scene in a comedy yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Last, get that. really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um I do have my main criticism actually of the like morality of this movie is that the the theme the message of Shrek I think is mostly about inner beauty and that it doesn't matter what you look like yeah, on yeah. the outside. Doesn't matter what you look like. Unless, um, unless unless you're a short man. If you are a man who's under five <laughs> so eight, glad. you are ugly and need to die, according yeah, to yeah, Shrek. Yeah. Shrek yeah, yeah. hates you. Mm-hmm. The idea of short, short kings dead. was not yet prevalent at this time where he was literally a short king and everyone is like, Oh, but obviously you're disgusting. The ogres are like, I can't believe this man is five four. What a disgusting yeah, human being. We should all we should mm. be compensated for having to look at this short human man. I think the it's morality of movies choice. like this is is normally like I mean I think there's a million movies that have this problem of mm. like if you don't like someone though then you you know if they're mean or bad yeah, yeah. or whatever then yeah. it doesn't really matter like what logic you're using man you know yeah and like he isn't as bad as like they don't do much work to make him bad that's like even if you were going to make that argument that argument is bad and that argument that that, that you are doing in quotes is also the, like the way that you get with like stories like harry potter where it's like this kid is overweight and thus he is evil but like this was like we didn't bother to do it that much work about making lord farquaad that evil his place seems nice his castle is too big um he does move a lot of pinocchios into a camp but like that seems like kind of random he's also torturing the gingerbread man man. he does a little bit of torture on a cookie i mean it's not not good It's not great, but if they were like, man, he's 5'10 and hot, and they just never mentioned his shortness, it would be like, well, it's kind of a okay king. Well, but no, they like, you have hate to him for being short more than they hate him for the torture. No, you have to keep in mind, you know, attendance at Disney. I mean, uh, uh, his kingdom <laughs> fell 30% under his reign. So that's really the greatest crime <laughs> he could have ever done. It's funny, but it is just so weird to then make your message like inner beauty is what matters. Like that just felt right. it felt so strange how much the little flaw there, yeah. Short people. Um, uh, the other well, okay, I I do want to give a couple now. This is where the part of the show where I like to give a few of my uh, tiny compliments, my specific Alexis awards for very small moments that I thought rose above the rest of the movie. Um, I there are a couple of jokes in this that really did hold up to me. Um, I uh, when when he offers her. He blows a frog up like a balloon, and so she blows a snake up and turns it into a balloon animal. Pretty good, pretty good visual gag. Um, mm. I also like there's mm. a visual gag where she her singing explodes a bird, 
which is weird. But then they like zoom in on her eggs and you're like, oh, it's going to be a sentimental moment about how she killed these eggs as mom. And instead they do a match cut to her making fried eggs for breakfast. And it's so weirdly that's emotionless great. about it that yeah. it, 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 yeah. it, it, that got yeah. me uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and then I also do think I did think Eddie Murphy's uh, performance. Where we saw there were a couple of very I, I didn't write all write all of them down, so I don't remember them. But there were a couple of very good line readings um, from Eddie Murphy as like as far as the the John Candy style of being the annoying friend. But like huh. he had some good moments. Um, I also like the visual gag of them throwing of of the ogre throwing him up to a very tall window to see what was going on in the wedding. Oh yeah, that was mm. a very fun. But he just sees a moment and then not, and then a moment and then not. It's very good. Yeah. I also like the performance of the mirror, uh, the magic mirror who has a lot of character, which is like not true of the original Disney magic mirror. This mirror is like, well, but actually you might. Oh, okay, but if I get. Okay, no. We're yeah, good, yeah. We're the good. magic mirror was funny. Yeah, it was funny. So those are those are my Alexis for this movie. Yeah. Um, uh, and then my complaints all at once. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts on Shrek before we move on? I feel like we've pretty much covered it. I think Shrek's. I got some. I, I got a weird Please. thing I want to say. Um, have you all ever read uh, any of those 33 and a third books? Do you, are you familiar with this series of books? They are, they're music books, generally written by music journalists, and no. they will be written about a particular album. Like a series okay. um they're pretty good there's one in particular that's uh very very good about a celine dion album and it's mm-hmm. called celine dion's let's talk about love a journey to the end of taste and i got a million dollar idea here <laughs> this book i love this book by the way it's like one of my favorite books i've ever read it's uh-huh. um very seriously about celine dion but it is also about like Essentially Shrek, I would say. It's sort of about Shrek. Um, because it's about like what we like in culture and what we hate in culture and how certain... Like Celine Dion uh, is very much like the Shrek of the 90s to me, uh, where yeah. she operated in this place of like actually being hugely popular. And if you just wrote down her qualities on a sheet of paper, it would sound like, oh, this singer has, has it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you know, it was very easy to make fun of Celine Dion and hate on Celine Dion, but yet her cultural power kind of like shone through regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what this particular book is about. And if I were to write a book about any film, it would be Shrek journey to the end of and, taste. And it would be essentially that book, but about Shrek instead, because I think Shrek, uh, and I'm fascinated by, uh, culture stuff like this, where it is bad but it i don't it just kind of defies taste i think that that shrek has that Mm. uh power and as much as you know you can be an adult and be like oh well this is like bad or lame for x reasons there's just something about it that when you look at it it just doesn't my brain ceases to uh function basically i I think that's exactly i do think it exists outside of taste i think the timing is really interesting and i think part of the thing about this and reason why the show is like this episode is me going wiser and horny for Shrek is because we are all two years too old, right? This came out when we were in late high school. If this had come out when I was in middle school, I think I would have a very different relationship with it. And my guess is if we had people who were like 10 years older than us on the podcast this week, they'd be like, what do you mean? Everyone's obsessed with Shrek. Like they wouldn't even hear it because they're just like their cultural world is just slightly too old, oh, but not I old enough to use your kids. That'd be my. I answer. disagree on on two counts. First of all, I'm younger than y'all, old farts, yeah, and yeah. I was in middle yeah. school when this came I out. Also, you was... party old people. 
Uh, I was and, a f- about to be a freshman in high school when this movie came out. So okay, I was well, also I mean, you're, you know, okay. So you're within a couple years, yeah. but I mean, maybe two years earlier you would have had it more of it. Like maybe yeah. it was when you were in if you were in fifth grade, this would have had the bigger. Oh, no, 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 no. Shrek time, guys. No, I think it's, uh, it's people who grew up and Shrek right. always existed, they right? Shrek and they love the yeah. Shrek. Okay? Yeah, I think Lo- there's a oh, difference so between what you're saying is there's a there's like a pre. Shrek world and there's a post Shrek world that all yeah, happened where no, around no, September Shrek, of 2001. Listen, Shrek in 2001, some very important is, cultural things happened that changed yeah. the world forever. Yeah, mostly Shrek. Yeah, in 2001. Yeah, so really the main thing about 2001 that threw everything off. Yeah, I remember before Shrek, you could just go right to the gate to greet people <laughs> when they're visiting you. That was fun. It was around Shrek when the, the all the airport rules changed. That's that yeah, is actually why everyone was like. After this ogre's journey, yeah. no more liquids. <laughs> We're done with liquids. I, yeah, I never understood why we went to war in Iraq when it was like DreamWorks that made it. I'm going I cannot not say it, but Bush did Trek. Okay, yeah. Bush <laughs> did Trek, and Bush it's did just not, did not, Bush did not. This uh, this is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, there's Bush no totally he, did Trek. No, yeah. like he didn't do anything to stop Trek, but like with clear yeah. evidence that Trek was about to happen. But that's not the same thing. He didn't. Look, he, he, he knew about just, Shrek, just, dude. In the right he knew about the right Shrek. Time. They had files. Yeah. The CIA knew about Shrek. They were going to kill Shrek. I did, I did read about uh, that one chartered flight where they got a bunch of DreamWorks executives out of the country in the first 12 hours yeah. after Shrek came out just so yeah. they wouldn't well, be in any danger. You guys ever seen that episode of Lone Gunman uh, that came out like a year before when they went to go see Shrek? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's fucking I, I weird. Mean, makes you think. One thing I think I think not enough people talk about is that uh, that dragon's fire is not hot enough to melt steel. I don't think yeah. that comes up often no. enough. It's true. Well, it's well true. people and don't understand. What popular it. mechanics might say in their yeah. debunking of Shrek. Yeah. yeah. What people don't understand <laughs> is that the dragon's fire would actually, you know, move through the elevator shafts. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know, Shrek was built with like 1970s New York construction, so it was a yeah. lot of like mob stuff and stuff wasn't actually being <laughs> built to code so like yeah technically shrek was supposed to be able to take a hit from a plane but not a plane that large and yeah. two the construction quality like i said it's just a lot of the shrek stuff that was supposed to be in shrek actually went to the mob pocket that's I the think, thing people actually don't I, know about the construction I think we've of shrek. This segment i think we've extinguished the internet's horniness for shrek uh by linking it to <laughs> <laughs> to what? What were that? Was, I was just talking about Shrek, yeah, right? To to itself, then to itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Only right. about Shrek. I feel like that's I a do... satisfactory ending to this segment. Oh, we I do it. think we, we should we wrap it on that. Shrek. We've nailed it. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. We have, we, have, we have, but we have to do some work now because now it is time for uh, the season five list of master quality, where we've ranked every movie in order, official order of the best films of all time. Oh God! Where are we going to put Shrek I from two thousand one? Do on we, this do list, we, do we have to rank Shrek? We have like, to rank you're Shrek. gonna make me rank Shrek. I, I like that you're upset about this. This was your segment idea, yeah. This was this your, is your pick. No. You did this yeah, to yourself, you Hunter. Pick, you did. Yeah. Oh, 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 I did not do this. I, no, I did no, not you didn't come make up me pick this, this movie, but you were the one who wanted a master quality list for season no, five. No, 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 that's not me at all. That was Anthony that's, that came yeah, up with that. That's me. I love this. I love ranking. Okay, great, Anthony. You gotta rank Shrek for us. Where where are you gonna put this? I will start. Actually, I will start the bidding by saying, I think that this is. Uh, I think this is probably. We can all agree worse than Apollo thirteen. Better than Apollo thirteen, yeah, absolutely. This, 
this, I'll give you this. Finally, Alex, we found a movie I can say. <laughs> it's definitely worse than Apollo 13. Um, what would you like, but, Anthony? Uh, what chunk would you like read back to you? Uh, I don't need them. I'm, I've said a lot of positive things about Shrek this episode, but I'm going to go. I'm going to pit this one. I, I think this is going to, for me, I think I actually like Transformers the movie more than I like Shrek. And I kind of like Shrek. But I, I, I think, You're if saying anything, I think 28 as, a meme, bullet. as a meme, I think for the memes, for the lols, mm-hmm. all right, we should pit Shrek as the worst movie on this list. Yeah, I, um, I'll, I'll say this. Right before, right before we started this um, episode, I looked up uh, Shrek on Letterboxd to see what my friends had ranked Shrek. I did that, too. Those of my that friends was actually really interesting. Um, and actually, oh, no, I think I'm actually going to talk some smack on you accidentally, uh, Alex, but it's not on purpose. It's just a bit that, that I'm going to do, which is that um, I think if you give Shrek three stars, I just don't understand you at all. <laughs> and all my friends, Alex, not just you, all no, my friends that I follow I had I all do- given Shrek three stars. I- and I just, you make me feel insane. I can understand five stars and I can understand a half star. That's yeah. all I understand for no, Shrek. No, 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 no. This, okay, this is not, you're not talking shit because you just misunderstand how star systems work. So I guess so. There are five star things. There are half star experiences. Three stars means I do not understand how to rank this thing. Whatever you're doing, mm. three is just the coward's way out. I have to put something, but, but I do not okay, know what I, how I no, feel. You nailed it. You nailed it. I think that uh, specifically with Shrek, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that with everything if you if you want to. That three stars is always cowardly. I don't think it's always cowardly, but I think with Shrek, it is cowardly. I think you should either think Shrek is the best. I think it could be, um, or that it's the worst. Which, uh, which I think it could be. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, at least with me, when I, if I have to do something out of five, if I say three, it's panic. That's because I, it was like, oh, you can't leave this blank? Three. That's how I feel generally on my movie okay. rank. I kind of feel it's like, this list. This is like above and beyond and also below ranking. And that's See, how I feel with this. I, defies ranking. I, I kind of I feel like a horse, uh, uh, a list. If we put track at the end, it kind of turns it from a straight line to a horseshoe almost. And that's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Transformers was sure. already sort of leaning it there. Um, and I do think that I like the idea of Shrek as like a magnet magnetic pole pole that is going to bend our list around. Yes. So that this way it's okay, not but- just like the worst movie, but it's like there's some really good, really bad movies at the end of our list. And I think that's why my argument for why Shrek deserves okay. to be there. So I'll, I'm, I'll say there's three things we can from. do here strategically. Strategically that we have three options. We can put Shrek somewhere in the middle. The most boring option, okay? Right. Frightening, scary. Like if That's I saw that, a really that, weird option I, too. To be like, yeah. I think it's better than the taking of Pelham one, two, three, no, 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 no. but it's not quite as good as Battleship yeah. Attempt. Like, what a That's, weird conversation to have about That's Shrek. like yeah. the freak I like zone, that. and I have no respect for it. Okay, we can put it at the bottom. Okay, yeah. understandable. Has yeah. it's, it's it's real, it's raw, but also uh-huh. it makes me feel a little bit like I, I see that. You know, yeah. I I fall I find this podcast, I see that instantly I'm gonna wanna be nice to Shrek. You know what I mean? You're gonna make me wanna be nice to yeah, Shrek. Totally. You put Shrek number one and I wanna oh, listen God. to that podcast. You know what I mean? Oh, like no. this podcast <laughs> ranked Shrek. And it's uh-huh. funny because it would be Shrek above the third man, a movie starring Orson Welles, <laughs> one of the most important cinematic figures who's uh-huh. ever lived. Also two positions, three positions above Lion King. Yeah. So, okay. also got a musical about it. 
But the thing about trying to get it to be number one, we'd have to all be unanimous. Right. Yeah, um, but so Anthony's already staked out a place. So if you go number one, we're going to end I up can't. with it being like, this is a little bit worse than I Michael Clayton. In the interest of it, I can't, it can't be that. I, the, the, it, it's either going at the top, the most interesting option, or the bottom, the second most interesting option. So which is your vote? I vote bottom because we have bottom. to all be together on this. All right. Yeah. Do not mess this up. I think you're right, and before Ezra has a chance, I, I'll, I'll let Ezra have a chance to run it, because I think... Hunter, somehow, it's going to end up one before in the cut. With these well, two jokers. I will die. I will say, I love this. I think I, you're exactly right, Hunter. I agree with all of your analysis, with the one exception that I cannot, in good conscience, put this movie as being worse than The Transformers, the movie. Ah, which, because I just... You had, watched it wrong! You watched I it at normal speed! You didn't watch it right! time with it. I had such you a bad time. You should have watched it on triple speed! I told this is, you! I know How many the, times I, have I, I told I don't you? totally understand the, what the results of this will be, but I am giving this worse than a girl with character, but better than The Transformers, the movie. So we have two votes, 27 and a half, and one vote of 26 and a half. Ezra, what happens now? You know it's the math. What's the bottom five? Can you tell me again? Yeah, so uh, 27, The Transformers, the movie. 26, A Girl with Character. Soylent Green, PJ, Avengers Endgame. And I, I will say, again, Soylent Green has really appreciated my mind, and now I feel bad for it being down there. Again, also, the horseshoe! The horseshoe! It's a good point. It's a good point. This is a good we also watched not in English, so we didn't know what it was about. Yeah. Avengers Endgame's a great movie. It brings it around. I like this <laughs> idea. Okay. Have- Here's... Here's my pitch. I think I'm going to do it one above Soylent Green because I want all the green movies to be together. And I think this has a bigger cultural impact. <laughs> Why not put it up below it? Uh, because it's better. <laughs> I want all the green movies to be together. To to Hallelujah. This is what's Wait, great about other... this list is it represents several vastly different worldviews. <laughs> okay. Like, like we did not agree on... Worldviews is Shrek... The twenty seventh, the twenty sixth, or the twenty fifth worst movie. Well, I guess I mean like the game that we're playing. Views. Well, so here's what's interesting: is Ezra's vote. So my vote would not have been enough to move it above the Transformers the movie right. if it was three bottoms and mine second from bottom. Average is the bottom, but by putting it that far up, Ezra has made the final score twenty six point five, which means Shrek from two thousand one is now the second worst movie of season oh. five just ahead of transformers the, mo- the transformers the movie but just below a girl with character which again we did not understand a single word of it was actually pretty uh, awesome uh i think that at this rate i'm gonna uh lobby that we watch the transformers movie again oh like, i was wondering if we could redo a thing yeah there yeah might be so a we thing can... at the end of the season where we have to do a re- review and yeah, see yeah. And if we can re-rank it to watch it on triple speed all right i, I promise think... you'll like it better i think what we should do is sync up Shrek and Transformers the movie and watch them yes. simultaneously. Well, I'll make a some see, what, yeah, see where I'll they match up. We just do the yeah, entire. I, I would. I, I think actually my my recommendation is we just listen to the entire Smash Mouth best of CD. We oh can sync up any movie yeah. you want. We mm. can do that behind a girl with character, but we listen to Smash Mouth the whole time. Um, we have one yeah. order of business left to do to round out week seven or month seven or round seven. Hunter. Is your Ooh. pick this week? Yeah. You get to you move. Get this is the last non-scoring from week. this one. And you have this interesting position that we've seen before, which is uh, where you might be drawn randomly to be first next week. Plus, next week we also get a new set of power cards. So yeah. you have the if you have the ability to put yourself in an interesting position for later, 
could come up or you could strike a deal. So what are you going to do? What are, how are we going to move from Shrek? Well, I have two options, and neither of them are really great. Um, one is that we uh, travel via Kathleen Freeman to uh, a movie called Chances Are, which is just some random like 80s rom-com uh, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it. And then from RDJ, we can get into some Wong Kar Wai stuff, and then eventually mm. it's like a couple so movies be, off. Because of your pick, your every move is like, this sets me up perfectly for a seven-move well, checkmate. It's not, it's not that bad, but it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, okay. it's, it's like, what's nice is if I can just get through, like if I get the next move, then I'll basically lock it in where y'all won't have any choice but to give me what I want. Basically, uh, okay. so that's never the thing. sure, but I like the idea. No, I like your confidence. At least, yeah. at least I'll say this: if 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 I get this the next pick, then we will be pretty much locked into watching um, Hong Kong films. So it's either you can give me what I want, or we can just watch a bunch of uh, great Hong Kong movies, which would be awesome. As far as which I'm also fine. But, so what is option two then? If we don't watch, chances I, are. Op- I feel option like two Vincent is we watch the brave sell. little toaster goes to mars or whatever <laughs> um, a brave little uh, toaster sequel yeah a brave little toaster sequel um and it's because that movie is a faster route to hero which of course if we get a hero then we get to my movie as well um so it's hard for me to really kind of decide I don't really want to watch the, this chances are movie I don't really want to watch these what's the what's the move to go to brave Can, little toaster Jim Cummings. Um, it's through Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Can can I can I make a um a, um an argument here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, argue. Case? Yeah, I yeah. think. Be awesome powers. You know, points right. on on the board. I I can't get you to you know Chinese cinema. Can't get you sure. to the continent of Asia. But yeah. with Vincent Cassell, who's in this movie, we yeah. can get the France. Which is like halfway between here it's and true. Asia. That's true. Yeah, and I think definitely a lot of collabs between those I, two. If I was choosing industries. right now, yeah. especially right, after ahead. someone like Alex made us watch uh, Shrek, okay. I would try to pay back violence with violence. Watch. I say, I if I, I'm just suggesting. Hey, yeah, wouldn't it be suggest- something if you took us to? Uh, Vincent Cassell to Gaspard's nose, irreversible. No, and made us no. do that. No. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but your no, no. is very interesting to me. Ab- absolutely not. What does that mean? Uh, no Why would I hate that? Way. Uh, you would you would not enjoy it, or you. Really I've already would enjoy I've already it. seen this movie, know. and I will let you know the way this movie works is. Yeah, sure. Maybe you watch it once. We all went yeah. to college or whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. You watch this movie one time, and one thing you will say, I guarantee, I guarantee it, uh, <laughs> is that uh, you'll say something out loud like, I will never watch this movie again. And I said that, uh, yeah. and I meant it, and I will never, ever watch that movie again. Um, so Ooh, I, we could do it, but wolf. I just won't be watching it, and that would make me feel guilty. Um, I think, I, I mean, I think I'm going to play the game, and we're going to watch this random rom-com, because to me, that's, that's, that's the flavor that I'm okay. feeling because it gets me right. closer. So we're going to travel via, who was it? I don't even remember. I didn't uh, even actually Kathleen look Freeman. Kathleen Freeman uh, to a Robert Downey Jr. rom-com. That's very random. I have no idea if it's good. It's probably bad, 
called Chances Are. From 1989, 1989. Chances Are. It's also got Sybil Shepard, and uh, it's got Shooter McGavin. It's got oh, Christopher McGavin. Yeah, I always like that. Uh, and I guarantee you guys, this is better than you, Walter. Wait, wait. Do you guarantee? I guarantee. <laughs> Um, it looks like probably it's not very good. Uh, it looks quite bad. It was a brief, but I, you know, I, I do like a, I like a rom com. I think that's fun. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to pop over. Um, Roger Ebert uh, did not care for it. It looks like good. But, sounds awesome. Just uh, gonna watch some crappy. Oh no, actually, no, no, I was wrong. I clicked on the wrong thing. Uh, he gave it three and a half stars. I don't All know right. how many it's out of, but that's something. Hey, maybe it's good. It might maybe be good. I don't maybe know. it's half a star better than Shrek. Ooh. Yeah, that's the thing is we need to start filling out the bottom. It's been like way too many good movies lately. <laughs> mm. I think that's uh, a real a real shame. All right. Well, next we, oh, we'll wait do a it. We'll, this is, wait, this is the, can I read you guys a plot summary real quick? Oh, no. <laughs> yes, what is it? A reincarnated man unknowingly falls in love with his own daughter from his previous life. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Whoa. Oh. Are you serious? This might have been the more interesting than you realized. <laughs> you got past life old boy. Good job. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. That's great. Yeah. That, wow. this is my, that is my favorite category of porn on Pornhub. <laughs> so this is very excited. Look, I don't, I don't like, like incest, incest, but I'll do any I reincarnation. Incest. I want like yeah. a absolute layer of abstraction. There's too much just direct incest on porn yeah, yeah. these days. I think any, yeah. If you, yeah, I do. I've I've frequently searched for resurrection as well. I think yeah. that's on. It's got erection in it. It makes perfect sense. Wow! <laughs> Thank you for oh, this. Here we go. this is a wild journey. These, you know, this is the thing about reading. Weep for me has always been about discovery. It's about learning. Uh, and so we have a learning experience next week. We're watching 1989's Chances Are, starring Kathleen Freeman, or at least involving her. Uh, hey, Ryan O'Neill and Sybil Shepherd. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I yeah, like I can't them. wait. All right. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back again next week. Uh, next week, we're talking about uh, chances are. I almost forgot it already. Who cares? Uh, but it's going to be an interesting journey, and uh, we can't wait to hear your thoughts. Please send us an email, podcast at read-weep.com. I would love to hear about it, uh, your thoughts about this. If I missed anything about Shrek, we might not have covered the whole movie. If there's any thoughts you have on Shrek that we need to encourage, uh, and we need to uh, put out there in the world. Please send us an email. Podcast at readdeshweep.com. We also appreciate all of our meat buddies, including those who forgot they were supporting the show. So, uh, and apparently, well, I learned from that also that if you support the show and then I send you a message on Patreon, it doesn't necessarily email you for some people. It doesn't email them. And that's why several people have signed up to support the show and did not get a thank you segment. If you did not get a thank you segment, that's because I sent you a message on Patreon. Uh, but if you don't remember if you're supporting us or not, none of your business keep it a secret don't check um and uh we really appreciate all of our meat buddies thanks for being here ezra thanks for uh, powering through this episode yeah we did it well uh, we saw you face for part of it it was good um you mentioned it um speaking of which i forgot to mention you can also watch us do these episodes if you think the thing that we're missing was face you can do that at read or you can do that at uh, youtube.com slash alex falcon thanks for being here hunter yeah thank you Shrek's best movie of all time fun thing about watching uh, us on YouTube is that Hunter isn't always in front of a green screen, but he's not using it for anything, so you at home could very easily chroma key whatever you want behind him. Like Shrek, maybe. You could put, yeah, Shrek, well, you could put a different green behind him. Um, also, thank you so much for being here. Anthony Trekthony, thanks for joining us today. Oh yeah, I'm glad to be here. Uh, <laughs> you sound like it. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.